morning and we just want to welcome each and every one those that are streaming together with us pray God bless you and just want to say happy new year on this first Sunday of the new year pray that God will be with you each one we're thankful that 2020 is over we're looking forward to what 2021 has in store amen Um, 2020 was interesting but we know that the Lord was with us He saw us through, and He's going to see us through all the way. Can we sing together, He leadeth me, O blessed thought. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort brought.
Lord, I would clasp thy hand in mine, nor ever murmur nor repine. Content whatever lot I see, since tis my God that Brother Ben, <clears throat> I'm trusting to the unseen hand that guides me through this weary land and some
this last verse I long to see my Savior's face and sing the together. I haven't got any written prayer requests written in this morning, but we're just going to bring our needs before the Lord, for He is a God that supplies all of our needs.
Heavenly Father, truly, Lord God, we believe that we are standing on holy ground. Father, in this situation that we're in, Lord, it may not feel like it, but we stand with our prophet this morning, Lord God, who told us that we don't go by feelings. We don't look at circumstances, we don't look at symptoms, Father, but we look at one thing, and that is your word, Lord. For your word is true, O God. Your word will never fail, Lord. Your word stands sure, Lord, when all else crumbles and falls, Father, your word remains standing. We're so thankful, Father God, that you have birthed us. You have birthed your little bride by that spoken word, O God. And it's transforming us, Father, from glory unto glory, Lord God, into your image, Lord. And we pray, Father, that you would stamp your own image, Lord, deep on our hearts, O God. Father, we need you more than ever, Lord. We need you in this new year, O Lord. 2021, O God, who would have thought that we'd be here at this time, Lord? But Father God, you knew, and you prepared us for for this time, Father. So we're trusting in you, O God, and we place our trust in you. We cast our cares upon you, Lord. We bring our needs to you, Father. Bring all our needs to the altar, Lord. We pray, O God, that you would just have your way, Lord. Every life, Father. Would you move into every home, Lord, wherever people are gathered, Lord, to hear your word this morning, to log in, Father, to connect with us, O Lord Jesus, as our pastor would come to minister this morning, O God. I pray that your Holy Spirit would descend upon your children, Lord, O God, and that the word would be anointed to the very heart of every individual. Father, touching lives deeply, Lord, and rooting us and grounding us, Father, in the midst of all this upheaval, Lord, with rooting and grounding us, Lord, like a tree that's planted by the living waters, O God. We love you, Lord. We just give all things to you, Father, every exercise of this service, Lord. Anoint our pastor, O God. Strengthen him, O Lord. And help him, Father, to deliver what you have placed upon his heart, Lord Jesus. O God, we just want to draw from you, Lord. We want to draw from you through the gift of God that you have placed in our midst, Lord. We want to draw from you, Father, all that we have need of, O God. For you are that great fountain of life, O Lord. And we trust in you, Father. We bless your name, Lord. Have your way, Father. We commit all things to you in the precious and holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You can have your seats. I just want to take this opportunity just to say how that I really tremendously enjoyed the watch night and all that took part and put in the effort and the tremendous effort that it was and we sure did enjoy the the tremendous gifts and talents that God has placed in our midst 
And also, I just want to thank the musician team here that has been faithful and has uh, supported this humble song leader and playing the music. And, uh, you know, we sometimes we don't quite get it right, but uh, we're just thankful that we can all work together to worship the Lord. For that is our purpose, amen, is to worship our Lord God. God bless Brother Michael Ray. I just see his picture come up there, and we sure appreciate your brother and Brother Jonathan Frey and the different ones that were so instrumental in in this past year. So we just really do appreciate. Can we sing together, Hold to God's Unchanging Hand? We'll sing this song, and then we'll invite our pastor to come and minister. Hold to God's unchanging hand Hold to God's unchanging hand And build your hopes on things
so thankful we've got something to build on. Something that we can establish our faith in. Something that we can trust in. It is our absolute. Amen. This message, there's nothing, nothing, nothing like it. Good to see you, Brother Kyle. Wonderful to see you with that beautiful backdrop on the island there. Praise the Lord. Nice and green. Amen. God bless you. Bless the Morton family. Amen. We'll invite our pastor to come now. I'd like to just sing that little chorus, uh, I Met the Master. I believe it is in key of G. Were changed when he found me. A new day broke through all around me. For I met the master. I am redeemed and 
God bless each one of you. So nice to see your faces. God bless you. And uh, thank you for your prayers. And we want to give you greetings this first Sunday of the new year, 2021. And furthermore, we want to give special thanks to all the people that have labored uh, on the U.S. side, Brother Ron, Brother Ryan, and uh, all the people that have labored so fervently, God bless you. God bless you abundantly is what we want to say. And for all that labored on the uh, on this side of the border and in the church. Uh, how we thank God for the various gifts that he has in the body and the people that were behind the scenes, how we thank God for them, each one of you. Uh, how many people were able to stream the and see the, the watch night service? It was wonderful, wasn't it? It was wonderful, wonderful to have Everybody participating, and we were watching every bit of it. Thank you. Thank you for the technicians. Thank you for the listeners. Thank you for the people who heard the word and rejoiced in it. And we just really, really appreciate everyone. And for those of you that were not feeling well, we prayed for you. And uh, we, we trust that you're doing much better today. God bless you from wherever you are in the, in the world. Uh, we heard from Switzerland. We heard from down in the southern United States. We heard from, uh, in fact, is I got an email from, from, uh, some people I don't want to mention by name, but they were in Port Alberni. And they said, could you tell us where Brother Branham preached in 1962? And uh, we were not able to identify the building, but uh, I can tell you it was there. And we were there. And I was on the platform. In fact, as I drove up every night from Victoria, for the meeting and back home to work the next day and then again the next day. And uh, it was just supernatural. So people are still putting a great effort forward and we did at that time and we never thought it was an effort. We just, this is what we do. And I want to say one thing about all of this 
struggle that you're going through at this time. And I see you sitting there and you're streaming the meeting. But uh, God bless you. And with that blessing comes a special thanks because we will we will continue and we will prevail. That's the word I was struggling for. We will prevail. And when this is all over, we will say, well, what, what did you do? Well, we had church all the way through. We never stopped for a moment. We had a service and we rejoiced and we thank God for his victory and his deliverance. Amen. All the way through. And that's the way I have been approaching this. We'll be victorious. And when this is all done and finished and through, we will be able to say, praise be to our God. Praise be to our conquering King, Jesus Christ. And he did not only conquer back then when he rose from the dead, but that resurrection has taken place in our hearts. And that's why you're there raising your hand and rejoicing and we are rejoicing with you we just rejoice to see you god bless you uh brother karen brother sister karen and brother doug god bless you amen amen well i would would like to just uh send our greetings to all the people throughout the land and uh like i said we had we had uh people from switzerland and connected with us and they're connected now they will be listening to this service and uh i want to take a a, a portion of scripture if you will if if you can't follow You'll jot it down if you wouldn't mind. I would like to have you do that. Because there are some things which I read yesterday even. And I said, I've never heard that before. But we want to take time to allow the Holy Spirit to make known to us these things. I'm going to read a scripture out of Isaiah. And now... Remember that this is a prophecy. For unto us a child is born. Isaiah 9 and 6. Unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. Now that second phrase that uh, identifies more closely Not only is a child born, there's a lot of children born. But unto us, a son is given. And if you had not been given that son, then I can tell you, you have something to expect and to believe in. Unto us, a son is given. And the government, now this isolates it even more. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. Not every son, not every one that's born has the government put upon his shoulders. 
And I, I just, I say, thank God we're going to have a righteous government. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. The prophet of God speaks about that in the, in the, uh, revelation of the church ages. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. A lot of sons are born, but they do not have that name. I want you to say with me, Praise be to God for this son, for this child, for this son that brought forth, and I want to speak about him. This we are celebrating him. And I'd like to speak today on God condescending and unfolding himself. He speaks of this in the inside man. God condescending, coming down, unfolding himself. Then God appeared there in the pillar of fire. Then the next time he appeared in a visible form was when he appeared in his son, Christ Jesus. He overshadowed a virgin, created a blood cell in her womb that brought forth the Son of God, and God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, and that's why you and I are able to attend this meeting and be together and be gathered together. It's very special, the inside man. And then in uh, 1954, Brother Branham preached the seven church ages. And I would like to speak, I would like to uh, refer back to that. Wish we had time to get into the deity of Christ. The deity of Christ. Today's when so many people are trying to make him just another teacher, just a philosopher, or merely a prophet. He was God. He was either God or the biggest deceiver the world ever had. If he was a prophet, his blood was a man. If he was a teacher, an educator, his blood was a man. He was God, and his blood was divine. So I want you to see that there's a separation if he was God, this is deity. It, the Virgin Mary, she conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost overshadowed her. And it says, as, and uh, he said in this statement, 
He was divine. Almighty God overshadowed the Virgin Mary and created the blood cell in her womb that brought forth the Son, Christ Jesus. And God condescended and lived in that body. God Emmanuel made flesh among us takes away the sins of the world. And now I want you to ask yourself, brother and sister Biscoll, we, I thought we would like to see what the nations of the world, how they remember Christmas. Now you can look back and see how you remembered it. And I'm happy to see you looking this way and rejoicing in the Christmas, the true Christmas. And we, we looked around the world and they went, they had all kinds of ceremonies, all kinds of people and celebrities and all different things going on. Not one word about the Christ child. Not one word about he taking our sins. Not one word about the divine blood of God in that vessel. Not one word. But how we have been made known. We've known, uh, we have been made to understand that Christ has come. The Savior has come, and he took my sins. He took your sins. He took our sins, all of us, and washed us in his blood and made us white as snow. How I thank him. Oh, my, my, what a celebration it is. God bless you, each one, for the word you have. You're holding in your hand, and I'm going to say... All right, musicians, we're done. And God bless you. And I've got, I've got some more reading that I want to take, but you can have your seats. God bless you. Now, as I read, you'll want to put some notes down because I'm not going to read this again. And I, I don't want to make copies of these notes. I want to have you absorb it while we read it. And the message that I have been in is the original seed. The spoken word is the original seed. And the original is that it was existing all the time. The original seed. And we are born of the original seed. You are born of the original seed. That's why you're connected. You want to hear what he has said about it. It's not just a son that's been born. Not just a son, not just a teacher, not a philosopher, not a rabbi, not even a preacher. 
Not that. It's not that. It's more than that. It's God himself made himself known and has come down and condescended into your realm, into your life, into your home until you can say, he's my God. That's my Redeemer. That's my Savior. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. All right. Now, this in this message, the spoken word is the original seed. Brother Branham asks the people to turn to Matthew 25, 24, and 35. He says, as we search through the scriptures for a little while, and I'll see how much time we have. And I want to read here a word that Jesus said, Matthew 24 and the 35th verse, and 24th chapter, 35th verse. Show how eternal is the word. What we have been talking about, uh, and he says, Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all things will be fulfilled. Heavens and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So I want to draw your attention to this mystery that's been made known to you. That's God condescended until he came down into the flesh to a place that you could recognize him and thank him. He comes three times. First, the physical first coming of Jesus Christ was as a kinsman redeemer. And the second coming to claim what he had redeemed. In each case, God in his immeasurable grace did attribute the coming of Christ to a people that could not within themselves bring him forth. Within themselves, within yourself, you could not bring him forth. Your Redeemer had to be made known to you. And thirdly, God confirms his acceptance of his children by revealing himself to them. I want to say that again. God confirms his acceptance of his children by revealing himself to them. In the future message of the future home, Jesus comes three times, he says. He comes once to redeem his bride, next time to get his bride, and the next time with his bride. Oh, I, I'm so looking forward to that time. I want to come with his bride. Amen.
God attributes the life of his son to those that believe on him. In John's Gospel, the first chapter, 12th verse, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, uh, even to them that believe on his name. And then John 3 and 16, He that hath, he that believeth on the Son, hath everlasting life, and uh, he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Now I want to speak about the image, the image of God, this God. From the root word, something that has been cut off, a piece from the original. And I want to say to you, you that believe, and the reason you're there and the reason you're connected is because God, this God that I speak about, is the original. And he spoke, let there be, and there was. This God, he said, let there be. Let the light appear. Let the earth appear. Let life appear. That was the original word. And Jesus said that the Father's word are eternal. They are eternal. And he said, we're words, our words, man's words, they're just in passing. But God's words are eternal words. And if we've been born by the word of God, that's the original seed. And that's the one that spoke and it was. He said, let the earth bring forth. And it brought forth. It brought forth what? Of its kind. Of its own kind. Its original is of its own kind. Amen. So the first image... He made man and set him over the works of his hands. The image fell, but God would not leave his image, his family image, to lay on the ground in the dust of the earth. He did not leave it that way. I'm so glad he picked us up. I'm so glad he picked us up out of the mire and out of the darkness and out of the confusion of this age or we'd have been out there with uh, with all the multitude of people in their confusion. But God did not allow that. He picked us up. He said, you are elected for something higher. You're elected to a light. You're elected to... See something. You're elected to understand it. And there's nothing that will take the believer. Nothing. Amen. The image fell, but God 
would not leave his image to lay. And this is in the masterpiece message. Then this masterpiece, when Satan broke through the walls and marred this masterpiece, but the great sculptor, when he seen the fall of his family, the masterpiece, he wasn't willing just to leave it lay there. Oh, hallelujah. He wasn't willing to leave it lay there face down and in ruin. He went to work immediately to build it up again. He wasn't willing that it should perish, lay there like that all the time. Because he, he's God and he will not be defeated. Oh, my confidence is in that, friends. He's God and he will not be defeated. Maybe we feel defeated sometime, but he's not defeated. He's not done. He says, I'm not done. I, I will work with your family. I will work in your life. I'm not done. I'm not finished. Amen. And he'll keep revealing himself to you and making himself known. I urge you to, in, 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 with all the courage you can possibly muster, have courage. Have confidence. If you haven't got confidence in yourself, have confidence in him. If you haven't got confidence in your family, have confidence in him. And look up and just say, you'll do, you'll do the impossible. You'll do what I cannot do, what I cannot achieve. You'll do it. You've promised to do it. You'll not leave this masterpiece family And let me tell you, friends, God has called you. God has called your families. God has called you to be a light. Even in this dark hour, even in this hour of confusion, God has called you to be a light. Amen. Has called your families to be a light. Has called your children to be a light. And has called you to a true light. And you'll be a, a, a real example. If God would not leave his image to lay face down in defeat back in Eden. The dust of Satan's Eden. And now we have Satan's Eden. And the dust of Satan's Eden. But God who is not willing to leave his family There in the beginning, he's not willing to do that even now. The image of his son all through the Old Testament, God began building the image of his son all through the Old Testament. Christ coming down. If you had said to Abraham, unto us a son is given, he'd say, where is it? I don't say it. There's no evidence of it. But unto us the Son is given. Unto us 
a child is born. Hallelujah. And there's such a joy and a reach, uh, such a, an accomplishment. And you that have families, you that have families, and you have children around you, and you that may perhaps will have families, you just don't know what God has gifted and God has given, but God has given so much. You that are deacons, you that are trustees, you that are ministers, let me say to each one of you, you are a gift to the body of Christ. You are a gift to the body of Christ. And what that gift will do, you will not know. If you had told me that you'll be in those meetings in Port Alberni, and you'll drive many miles all through the night and arrive to that, to that place where the meetings are. If you had told me then that we will hear Brother Branham speak to the people and tell the people, there's a boy down there. There's a young man down there in his early 20s or about 19 or 20 years old. And he was having epileptic fits about four a day. And they said he cannot live. He'll be lucky to live it through his 21st year. My wife and I went and saw him recently. And I said to him, his name was Stephen. Stephen Tate. And he and his his mother came from uh, a family near, uh, it was a, a Stephen Tate was a Nitnat. They're from the uh, Nitnat uh, village. A Nitnat. And he came up to Yuklulat. And he came into Port Alberni. And then my wife and I went and saw him. He was 72 years old. And I said, do you remember when Brother Branham was in Port Alberni? He said, yes, I do. I said, do you remember when he spoke to you? It was at the end of the service. Do you remember that? Yes, he remembers that. I said, how, how have you been? He said, I've never had a fit sense. I've never had this epileptic thing since. Listen to me, friends. He's greater than anything that can attack your family. And you that have had sickness come into your home, he's greater than that sickness. He's greater than all of that, fam, and any affliction that comes from the enemy. Just resist it in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We have a right to rejoice and sing because our Lord Jesus, he conquered all. He conquered everything. And there's not a virus. There's not a plague. There's nothing that can take the believer. Amen. Amen. Well,
Forgive me for getting excited, but God began building in the image of his son all through the Old Testament. Christ coming down through the corporate body of Old Testament saints. If you had told them they were going to be a part of the salvation uh, to the people, they would never have believed you. But to bring forward by the word of God spoken through the prophets, Israel at Kadesh Barnea. Christ was in Abraham. Christ was in Isaac. Christ was in Jacob. Christ was in Joseph. Christ was in Moses. He was all down through the Old Testament. If he's able to do that, then Christ, I can say, on the authority of this word of God, Christ is in his body. Christ is in his bride. Christ is in his people. And that's why the prophet of God came and declared it to you. And that is why Jesus Christ made himself so known so that he could be uh, recognized as the one that was. And in the message, the blushing prophet He said, all down through the Old Testament, God appeared to man. God appeared in Abraham as a faith believer. God appeared in David as a king. He appeared in Joseph as righteousness. He appeared in Moses as a prophet, priest, lawgiver, He appeared down through the ages in the prophets. He always made himself known in man. I say this to you. He always made himself known in man. That's all he's done. God bless you, Brother Timothy, and your wife. God bless you and your children. God bless Brother John Andes and his wife. Amen. God bless them. I can tell you. And I say it with confidence. I say it with great confidence. And they can have all of the failures that they wish to have in the world. But God is not a failure. Even the cross is not a failure. It's a great victory. And the prophet of God of this generation said that was the greatest week in history when that Christ, Jesus Christ, I've thought of it even uh, even when he saw the wicked coming and he, he said to them, go fill up the, fill up the vessel, fill up the cup with the suffering and get this thing over with. Amen. Hallelujah. (laughs) Until the perfect image of the invisible God stood on the earth in the fullness of the Godhead bodily, a bridegroom waiting for a bride. A peace was struck off from him. 
the building of another masterpiece began. Because that's just the way it is. Amen. Happy to see you rejoicing over that. So perfect, a redeemer of man. So perfect, so godly. Yet there was no beauty that we should desire him. When this virgin-born Son of God, of the living God, become so perfect and humble and in the image of God until the great master who had brought him, had brought his life up through the prophets and he was the fulfilling of all the prophets. He was the perfect until God, seeing this, he smote his, smote him and cried out, speak, as Michelangelo did speak. I've been 4,000 years bringing him to this. And now he is so perfect. I've got to smite him so he can speak. Hear ye him. Think of it, friends. This perfect bride has been smitten. And God wants it to speak. Hear ye him. Hallelujah. It's him speaking in us. He's the perfected one. He's the masterpiece. The bride body of Jesus Christ is another masterpiece of his own making. <clears throat> and this, the Bible says in Ephesians 5 and 27 that he might present to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. Thank be to God. And you that were sometime, this is in Colossians 1 and 21, you that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind, we were, we were certainly that, and we were enemies in our mind, uh, alienated and enemies in your mind by the wicked works. Yet now, hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death. Oh, I thank God that he suffered and died in my stead, that I could have life, eternal life. And through death to present you holy and unblameable and un unreprovable in his sight. Listen, do you hear those words? 
that he could present you, present you holy. Present you unblameable. Present you unreprovable. In whose sight? In his sight. That is God's almighty sight. The bride masterpiece bringing forth the Son of God. I tell you, friends, we have a privilege. And I often think of uh, <clears throat> the privilege we have to uphold this message, to uphold this beautiful word, to uphold this beautiful Christ, to uphold him before the world and say, if you knew him, you would love him too. If you only knew him, you would love him as well. My, oh my. You have to forgive me. We, we enlarged this so I could read it more clearly. And it, it may not seem that way, but that's what we have done. This Jesus Christ, you have not been redeemed by the blood of a man. You have not been, you've not been redeemed by the blood of a good man, a good preacher. You've not been redeemed by that. You've been redeemed by his blood. Amen. Amen. I had some statements that I want to leave you with. Speaking of Jesus Christ, he was not genetically related to either Mary or Joseph, for both had an inherited sin nature. But you and I have been genetically birthed to Jesus Christ who himself was a virgin born son of God. Amen. Virgin born son of God. And how I thank him. We're not genetically connected to viruses of man and sins of man. We've been set free from it. Amen. 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 I keep saying amen because it is true. It is true. We are not genetically connected to this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God.
Jesus was not the blood of a Jew, nor a Gentile, the prophet said in harvest time. He was a creative blood of Jehovah himself. He was the blood of God. The Bible said we're saved by the blood of God, not the blood of a Jew or blood of a Gentile. It all be, it all be sex. But this was the blood of God. I want to say, oh, blessed be the name of Almighty God. We've been saved by the blood of God. By the physical, the physical body of Jesus was clearly a special creation of God placed in Mary's womb. This is the doctrine of the virgin birth. He said he wanted to take more time on it. And this is, he has taken more time. I thank God he has taken more time. And that was an important birth. Ye must be born again. And we can say, praise God, I've been born again. I've been born of the Holy Spirit of God. Thus he said, neither Christ's spirit nor his body resulted from the DNA of Mary's egg or from any man's sperm. Both would have contained inherited genetic defects and the sin nature and we we struggle with that don't we we struggle with that but I don't want you to struggle over it I want you to recognize he bore it all he took all my sin did he just take a part of it or did he take all of my sin he took all of my sin and he's offered what? Maybe we haven't the faith to, uh, to activate it as we ought to. But his righteousness has been replaced and given to us. We didn't have righteousness of our own. His righteousness. As scripture tells us, Jesus was truly the second Adam. The first Adam was a special creation of God, not related to any human being, and so was the second Adam, Romans 5 and 12 to 19. Jesus was just as fully human as the first Adam, and just like the first Adam, he had no sin nature, no inherited sin, no sinful flesh, which was always been passed from one generation to the next since Adam and Eve's sin. He was absolutely pure without sin from the day he was born. Till the day he died. 
And the Bible tells us, the Bible tells us that he, no corruption and no bone would be broken in him. He had, he had to be, he was the Lamb of God without blemish or spot, the sacrifice for sin, John 1 and 29. Amen. I'd like to just thank him. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you at this moment, at this time of this, in this reading of this scriptures and reading these things, How I thank you, Father, that you have given us, not just given us of your nature, but you have given us a portion of yourself. We have come from the uh, main article, and you have spoken your word, and Lord, you've uttered your word, and we have come about as a result of the spoken word of God. Why did we believe it? We don't even know. But we believed it because we were ordained to believe it. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for the righteousness. We thank you, Father, that you have caused us to look to you. Hallelujah. We thank you for it. Amen. And Father, how we thank you for your word just now. You have said in the scripture, for I say unto you, that this that is written must yet be accomplished in me. And he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. Which I wish to say to you today that these things which seem so designed by the enemy and thrust upon our lives. They are without, they are not written in the word of God. They are without purpose. And thank you for your faith and believing. Hallelujah, Heavenly Father. I wish to take uh, uh, just another few moments, and I'm looking for a certain place. Now, I want to ask you a question. 
What made you believe? What caused you to believe? What caused you to be the way you are? What caused you to believe? What was there in this message? And I wanted to give you a, a testimony. I trust it will be meaningful to you. I sat down and I never, as I said in one of the episodes of my testimony, I, I never had the prophet of God. Can you imagine someone with that kind of word? He never ever tried to cause me to believe it. He never tried to cram it down my throat. And that's a great secret, is just live the life before the people. Just live it before the people and have confidence yourself that that God that spoke to you and unfolded it to you, that same God will make it known to them or make it known to him or her or your relatives or your children or whoever they are. You live it in front of them. And then God will make it known to them. Amen. Now in closing, I just want to mention this to you. <clears throat> there, way back in the Old Testament, there was something that God had the people do. And he said, what you'll do is you'll take the the first grain that come to its ripeness, you'll take it and wave it as an offering to God and wave it to God as an offering saying that you know and the prophet of this day gave an explanation to that. He said there's more like this there's more that are ripe in the field. There are more that are ripe. And he said they have, they have passed, they have lived their life out, and they have fallen into the, into their graves for a time, for a season. But they're not there. They'll be, and this is being waved before God Almighty. And there's a just one that has waved it. And Jesus rose and he was waved as an emblem. There's more like me in the earth and the soil because you've said, let the earth bring forth and I'm going down to the sepulcher, but I will not remain there. And anyone that believes on me will not remain there. They will come out and be waved before the Almighty. And friends, there's nothing in 
this natural birth, but they that have been born again by the Spirit of God, they shall come out, they shall come forth and be waved before the Almighty. Heavenly Father, how we thank you for this promise that we have. We have been, we have been resurrected. And that's what we have experienced in this day with this message that you have given, Lord. We've been resurrected. We've been brought up off of our beds of affliction, out of our denominations of affliction, because it has left us indeed afflicted when we did not know how we should live. We did not know how to believe, but you have caused us to believe. You've caused us to believe your word. Oh, God, you've allowed us to believe it, and you have caused us faith in our hearts to believe it and trust your word for our complete deliverance and our complete resurrection in Jesus Christ's name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you all for sharing this day and sharing this time with you. God bless you is my prayer. God bless you in your work for the kingdom of God. I'm going to turn this service over to Brother Nathan, Brother Tom. This morning, I, did. I enjoyed it immensely. Musicians, why don't you come, and then we'll we'll sing a song. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Amen. My brother Bisco was saying about the uh, born again of the incorruptible seed of God, and if you go into the 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 message, of course, as you have over the years. We understand if we're born of that original seed, every seed will bring forth of its kind. And so that wave, that wave sheaf offering is, is an indication. We're going up, brother Doug. We're going up in that resurrection. It's, it's been waved over us and we're just waiting for that sweep to move us. And we can say, I'm one of them. I'm one of them. One of them. One of them, one of them I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them I'm one of them, one of them Praise God, I can say I'm one of them There are people, there are people almost everywhere Whose hearts are all with the fire that fell at Pentecost, baptized in Jesus' name, burning.
that I can say I'm one of them. I'm one of them. One of them. Praise God. I'm so glad that I can say, Oh, come, my brother. Come, my brother, seek this blessing that will cleanse your heart from sin. That will start the joy bells ringing and will keep your soul aflame. It is burning now within my heart. All glory to His name. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. One of them. One of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. I'm one of them. One of them. I can say. church of the living God said, Amen. I'm one of them, birthed and born again by the word of the living God. Brother Branham makes the statement, when two omnipotents meet, the omnipotent God and the omnipotent God that is within us, when two omnipotents meet, he said, things start to shake. And saints of God, I want to see the devil shake this morning. We've heard the word of God. He's a liar. The word is true. We're at harvest time. The bride's coming to manifestation. And I want you to say in your heart of hearts, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus Christ. We were talking over the New Year's Eve service and different family members, uh, maybe not away or away from God and not serving God or whatever. I, Brother Bram said in a token message, he said, send a token after them. And I, I want you to say this morning, if I'm one of them, if I am a son of God, I can send the Holy Ghost after a loved one. Brother Roy, you got family, you got different ones. You just say, I claim them in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's just bow our heads in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, what a word, what a promise. What a message that has come in this hour. So clear, so clean, so pure, so holy. Lord, we can say, I'm washed by the blood of the Lamb. It wasn't the blood of a man. It wasn't the blood of a prophet, as we heard our pastors say. But it was the blood of God that has washed us and cleansed us. And we can truly say from the depths of our soul, I am one of them. We ask, Lord, as we close in this time frame, that our loved ones that are wayward, Lord, we claim them in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, there's those that need deliverance. There's those that need a, a real experience in Christ. They need to be born again by that incorruptible seed. We indeed send the Holy Spirit after them, Lord. And Seeing the various ones on the screen this morning and knowing their families and those that are wayward and how heavy they've been on our hearts over the years. There's a time when we will have our complete gathering. Lord, gather our families around this body word of the Son of Man himself. Bless your children in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We agree together. Just give me your hand. 
Let's agree together. Amen, Brother John. I'm agreeing with you. We agree. Just give me your hand. Just give me your hand. Let's agree together. That all of our enemies will crumble at our feet. Whatever we bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. At the name of Jesus, Satan has to you're going to claim that, maybe you've got a loved one on your heart and you just want to stand or lift up your hands and say, I claim them in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We will not be defeated. We've got the power in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, for many years now, for many years now, Satan tried to stop us. Come on, right? But the bride of Jesus, Lord, we're still alive. But like a mighty army, we keep marching onward. Sing it one more time with real meaning now. We've got the power. We've got the power. I claim my son. I claim my daughter. My sister-in-law. My brother-in-law. Oh, thanks of God. Claim yours. kind of message that just starts welling up within me, Brother Kyle. It starts bubbling and bubbling and bubbling because I start to see my inheritance. I I start to see who really I am. We're not floating down a river no more, token up no more. No, sir, we're in the presence of Almighty God, cleansed by the power of God and now enjoying the benefits of Calvary. Looking at your sweet little family there, what the benefits of Calvary. Sane mind, beautiful wife, lovely children. I say, man, we I, I could I could sing and shout and dance about. Why? We've been born again by the incorruptible seed of God. Oh, it's just lovely seeing you again. 
I think we're going to keep this format. We got to keep this format. Juan Carlos, God bless you. I see you down there. God bless you. There'll be singing, shouting, dancing, praying. Give me that old time religion. Can we sing that? That's an old time way. You might have to stand actually to enjoy this song. Oh, give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. And it's good enough for me. Give me, give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. incorruptible seed of God. The devil can't go near it. Brother John, we cannot overtake a son of the living God. That's why Jesus said, you must be born again. Born by his spirit. And if you're born by that spirit, that demon spirit cannot overcome us. God bless you. Have a wonderful week. And Lord willing, Brother John Andes will be ministering from this pulpit here on Wednesday night. And, you know, I might as well say it. You know, neighbors aren't happy even with us here. We have nobody in the church and the neighbors aren't happy because we got too many cars in the parking lot. Well, I'll tell you what. We've got the old time way. Singing, shouting. We got the old time way. And they might not like it, but the seed are drawn to it. And that's what the bride's attracted to, the word himself. Amen. Let's bow our heads one more time. Father, closing this part of the service now. What a wonderful word we've heard this morning. We're thankful, Lord, for a, a man of God, a man of vision, a man that has, Lord, set a course. We're thankful for a God-called man who loves the word of life. And so, Lord, as that word was spoken this morning, you've prepared good ground already. We're not the wayside. We're not the thorny side. We're not the stony side. Lord, we're the good ground. It's been prepared by the hand of God. May it bring forth a hundredfold. 
within these wonderful God-called sons and daughters of God that have joined with us this morning. We ask your blessing upon them as we go our way. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. One more song. Do you know what it is not to have one guilty feeling? That'll, that'll sing, that'll make you smile on your face. Do you know what it is not to have one guilty feeling? Not to wonder where you're going when you die. Not condemned, let that old gear go by. Not afraid of what tomorrow's store and know the reason why that's just how it feels when you go down in the water cause by faith you believe in what you Are you washed?